And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's not my typical enthusiastic. I don't know how to say it. How do you start off a podcast, an actual podcast slash uh, web? stream i guess that's going on so what i'm doing right now because i want some people to join the actual facebook live and so i can start talking to people in addition to talking to my friend on the phone right now on my actual cell phone uh scotto say hi say hi ian hey what's going on hopefully this sounds good we're uh doing you know territory here debatable debatable uh so yeah if i if you are not following on social media because this is a live podcast i'm actually doing Facebook Live, and now I'm starting to see some people join uh, join me, and this will be episode 180, I guess. Maybe for a while, we'll see what happens going forward, uh, but I'm also recording this at the same time for a podcast, so I'll upload it later, and it sounds, because I've tried it before, and it sounds like I'm Timmy gone down the well, and I guess if, you know, I have high quality uh, standards as far as audio. It's my my job in radio. It's what I've been doing. You know, I think that's what separates me from a lot of other broadcasts is the high quality. And I, you know, that means a lot to me. But uh, everyone's stuck at home, and I don't have a microphone. I'm just talking into my laptop. Uh, I don't have a phone hookup. I'm talking to Ian on my on my cell phone, which is on speaker. But I figure if there's ever a time to try. The utmost do-it-yourself DIY, you sound like you're in your bunker episode. It's when uh, the corona apocalypse is is coming down. So uh, I'm in my apartment in Woodside, Queens right now. Uh, over my, uh, my left shoulder is I have uh, the Guns N' Roses lithograph of Duff McKagan when I went to go see them at Madison Square Garden when Pink came out. Uh, I will say I really regret not getting the one when I went down to Austin City uh, limits, but it's just, you know, I, Ian, I don't know if you've ever bought something very cumbersome at a concert. It just sucks to carry around, and I just didn't want to do yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, I, well, was it was it one of those, was the case where at the end of the show you couldn't get it, it was sold out? Yeah, then. those go went out quick. Exactly. I mean, there were people also buying a lot of them that they were, you know, selling on eBay and, and shit, which I think is really... I don't like that. I mean, they're 50 bucks and uh, my girlfriend thought I was crazy. She's like, why don't you just roll it up? I'm like, no, I don't want to roll it up. It's all nice. It's not just, uh, you know, not a I, shitty, I really shitty poster. I reselling though. I, I think I told I you when I worked at Tower you, Records. You did. You told uh, me. Go ahead. Did so. I tell you this? No, you, you told me personally, but you, I don't know if you oh, said it. Oh, yeah. The, when it was, um, yeah, when it was going out of business, we had a ton of those McFarlane slash figures, which were awesome, by the way. Um, they had one that was like a deluxe with more amplifiers and that type of thing, and then one that was the standard. And because Tower Records was going out of business, those were going for like five dollars, probably or so around there. Okay. And I bought a whole bunch of them, and I ended up selling some of them for like forty, fifty bucks. And whatever, dude, I, I, don't, I don't see a problem. With I know, it. I, I know, you're it's capitalism. I was about to say. I'm, I'm not like price gauging uh, surgical masks right now. 
what I, people are doing. That's that's fucked up. You're absolutely right. And I, I know, and it's just like a $50 thing that people are reselling, not for like thousands of dollars. And I understand that the, 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 the demand of, you know, fan uh, apparel or merchandising, I get it. And you're right, because that's, that's messed up with the true stories of people stealing, uh, I don't know, just coronavirus tests and all that stuff. So yeah, that's why we're uh, unfortunately, I, as you and I, we originally started this this podcast. We wanted to connect everybody in the world uh, via Guns N' Roses. And speaking of the world, as we're doing this Facebook Live, uh, let's say hey to Aiden from Dublin, who just chimed in. Uh, what was your first concert from GNR? For real quick, because I don't, I will lose my train of thought. Mine was Madison Square Garden, two thousand two, uh, with Buckethead. And they canceled the Chinese Democracy Tour the next day. <laughs> uh, and wow. it, so, yeah, Ian, well, well, remind me, what was your first GNR concert? Mine was in New Jersey. Um, I'm trying to think of if, if it was called the same thing at the time. Because it's the same place I saw them when Asking Alexandria opened. Oh, wow, like I forgot that. Center or something like that. It closed. Okay. You know what I'm talking about anyway. Um, actually, you know what's funny? I have the DVD right here of, of the IZOD Center. Oh. I have I have the bootleg DVD of uh, what the show I was at, but that's the one that um, Asking Alexandria opened, as it says, November 17th. Uh, so I believe it was the same venue. I saw them earlier on on the Chinese Democracy Tour. Not as early as you saw them, but it was Papa Roach and uh, Sebastian Bach opening. Oh, nice. And that, and that was an amazing concert. Awesome time. Uh, the one where Asking Alexandria opened a few years later, uh, that was probably my favorite GNR show I've ever seen now. All right. That's cool. Yeah, for me, uh, you may recall I told you it was uh, Mix Master Mike. Who yep, yep. I was very close to getting on the podcast. Um, I don't know. One of those that gets lost in translation. I'm going to follow up after – you know, assuming that we're all still here on this planet uh, after this whole thing passes, I'm going to follow up there. And then CK. I would love to get to hear him, man, because I'm a yeah. huge DC Boys fan. I think they're such, like, one of the most influential groups, I think. Oh, yeah. No, it's one of my bigger regrets is never seeing the Beasties live. But the Same. the other person I saw them, or I should say act, uh, I saw them open, and you should, you know this very well, was CKY. And yeah. your last episode, for those, because I'm, I'm still getting new. New episodes, and obviously, don't let me forget talking about your new podcast later. But uh, your your last episode with me as a full time co host was episode thirty nine with Darren Miller from CKY. Who didn't he say that no one had ever interviewed him about this before about the whole Chinese? Yeah, about the Guns N' Roses stuff. And oh, then, by the way, yeah. more recently, um, I got to see them play in Queens, and that I think it's called Blackthorn Fifty One. Uh, oh, okay. Better beings. I actually saw them the night that uh, Kobe Bryant died, but uh, they put on an awesome show. They're great. Uh, it's funny. I was about to say, like, if they're coming to your town, go see them, but that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. And that that's a, another reason why I wanted to do this. Uh, I guess it all ties in together. Look, at, we, we pick up where we uh, left off, uh, Ian. We just have a natural fluidity, which sounded really weird yeah. out of context. Uh, so that's why I wanted to do this again, this, this podcast slash Facebook live and over my right draped over my exercise bike, which I probably shouldn't use more. Uh, I have, Ian, you probably have seen it. My, my sweatshirt with, it's just a black hoodie with the GNR lies cover on the, on the back. I probably have. So I figured, you know, 
have some. Uh, I'm here. The sound quality isn't as as good. Let me get some Guns N' Roses uh, stuff in the background. I'm wearing a T-shirt. I'm wearing a GNR hat. If you had any doubt that I was a freaking nerd, <laughs> it's all. My piece of memorabilia that, since you mentioned it, that I'm looking at right now that I do have hanging in my apartment is, and I've mentioned it to you, I've probably said it on the podcast, uh, Appetite for Destruction on vinyl, signed by Steven Adler under his skull. That's cool. Uh, and, and that was from when I got to board off him at Sirius XM, and I'll still always remember uh, getting an email the same way you probably do at iHeart. Uh, hey, Ian, could you come in and, and board off Steven Adler? Yeah. And I remember being like, the Steven Adler? And they're like, yeah, I think so. And <laughs> because so. of that, I bought uh, Appetite for Destruction on vinyl at Best Buy. I don't know if they really still carry vinyl like that, but they, this was a few years back. And well, vinyl's still big. Uh, I can yeah, see they, that. Yeah, they still have it at Best Buy, though? I, I, I don't know the last time I was at a Best Buy. <laughs> That's another yeah, story. I, guess I, just, I don't know. but Not unless I they want a sponsor. <laughs> Not unless they yeah, want to. Go ahead. <laughs> bought that, though. And, uh, yeah, I just, my, my whole attitude, as I know yours is, too, with getting pictures and that type of thing, was if he's a cool guy, I'll ask him to sign it. If he seems like he's in a rush, I'm not going to bother him. And he could have been cooler. So, to me, it's just so cool having that on my wall. And I remember at the time, Jose Mangan, uh, at Sirius XM was like, oh, I could get it signed by Slash for you. Or, you know, Duff McKagan had a book signing here on Long Island that I could have gone to. But for me to have the story attached and I got to work with him that day is so much cooler, at least for me, than I went to a signing and he signed this. Oh, yeah, just to meet, you know, somebody in the thing that we we do as uh, we call radio. I I mean, I've I've had a weird career, you know. Even though I tie, I eventually tied it into my career, but I guess I met Bumblefoot just at a show, uh, that yep. 2006 show. But and then just meeting Slash and Duff, who you know, hopefully one day will be on the podcast. But I met them behind the uh, the building in New New Jersey when I saw Velvet Revolver. They were signing autographs, and I told that story a bunch of times. So I mean, it's it's I've had great opportunities in radio and outside. So I, I've you know, as you and I, why we started this this podcast, it's a we have a, a fandom, and we're just tying it into our our career that happens to be uh, radio. So before I do forget, what's you know, because I'm glad to have you back. I did ask you who I think I asked you a couple times, and the schedule did not work out. Obviously, nobody's doing anything now. Uh, who did I ask you to co-host for? I think it might have been Mark, the last one, right? Mark Torian? Didn't I ask you to do that? It, it may be, or it, it was, um, I don't know if you had him on yet, the um, frontman for Cinderella. Oh, I had Tom Kiefer on, sure. And I yeah, did, okay, that's right. And I should know that name, but I just slipped my mind. Okay, yeah, so when I had Tom Kiefer on recently, and I did not ask a single Cinderella question in 20 minutes. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah, and I think you asked, and, and for me, it was just like, I don't know how much insight I could bring to this, although I'm like a huge 80s hair metal guy. They're not a band that is that I'm like a huge fan of. I know the hits and a little bit of the history, and that's about it. I don't like nerd out over them the way I do for Slaughter or Slaughter. or something. Speaking of which, didn't they just, uh, well, assuming... Uh you know, this will hopefully be all be over soon, and we can go outside and, and enjoy the fresh air. But what was the the tour that was just announced with Slaughter? Oh, and just before I lose it, uh, during <laughs> sorry, before I lose it, and I'll explain why I had to drive twelve hours yesterday. Other than that, I am in quarantine, but I drove twelve hours 
uh, round trip yesterday. But I so I had I had a giant playlist on a couple of times. I tweeted what songs I was listening to on the AFD uh, AFD Twitter, which I always love people responding to. Uh, but that came up on there was Slaughter's "Fly to the Angels." And my girlfriend, my girlfriend, the DMB fan, she's like. Who's Slaughter? <laughs> so anyway, sorry, continue, continue. No, that's, uh, uh, well, it's actually people we were just talking about who are, who are we're going to be on that tour or are going to be on that tour, depending on what happens. Um, so it's Tom Kiefer, well, it's Rat headlining. And once again, this is not the classic version of Rat. There's no Warren D. Martini. There's no uh, Bobby Blotzer. It's basically Juan Crucier and uh steven piercy and other guys as rat um and then there's tom Kiefer of cinderella skid row of course no sebastian box skid row right uh, the, current, the current lead singer is the former lead singer of dragon force and they are great live I've seen and them. didn't i just read today uh say hi to jan from uh, i think from sweden right jan richmond anyway uh and, and slaughter just before i forget and slaughter that one that's the whole line but didn't they, they – they just made an announcement today about that, about – I lost it. I, I, I want to be – see, this is the problem with being – I mean, I assume it's either postponed or canceled because you – know, well, I shouldn't even say that because it's for late summer some of these dates. So. Oh, no, no, no. The the announcement was – now I have my, my night train of thought came back uh, <laughs> that they tried to recruit – I'm Googling it right now uh, – that Dragon Force – tried to recruit Sebastian Bach. Uh, let's see. I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah, this is from Ultimate Guitar. Shout out to them, ultimateguitar.com. They do, they pick up a lot of my interviews, which I really appreciate. Uh, Dragon Force Guitars addresses the idea of asking Sebastian Bach to join band after ZP Thwart quit and join Skid Row. Explains a five-year interview band. Jeez Louise. Uh, did you guys <laughs> look at that? Sorry, I guess it's uh, it's, it's clickbait. Uh, did you guys ask Sebastian Bach? Sebastian Bach, uh, no, uh, I know we, sh- we fucking should have. Maybe he would do it. Uh, it would have been funny if we had done that, yeah. So, and which, by the way, let's be real here, no, he wouldn't have. I mean, Sebastian Bach does pretty well solo, he doesn't. I, I what, what. What positive would it do for him to split money with Dragon Force? He doesn't. He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't have that. He has an amazing voice, but I feel like Dragon Force would sing in those songs. I feel like they might kill him. I, I mean, he has energy, it, but Dragon Force is ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't see the incentive money-wise. What, like, what would he get out of that? Dragon Force are not playing bigger venues than he plays on his own. He. he it just would, it would exposure basically... exposure because there would be a ton of blabbermouth articles and, and just <laughs> you know tons of videos out there so you know yeah, I mean, I, not I that don't it's, think it's, any interest in doing it just because he's he's too big of a name he doesn't uh, he's he's a way bigger name i would say yeah uh is also asking me from dublin is there any of the bootleg songs you like to listen to uh i should preface this with I don't bootleg. I just happen to hear <laughs> leaked songs. That just happens to happen. And actually, yes, I appreciate that, that comment because this is a nice transition of something that we can talk about. Uh, and maybe we can get some comments from people on Facebook Live that the one concert that they did do uh, and the on the, the set list, which we believe to be real, uh, that's out there, they had Hard School. 
Now, hard school is my favorite of the, if you want to call it, bootlegged, leaked. I, I, I had it once in a dream. I, I never have had possession of these uh, illegal materials. So, but before we get into, because you haven't heard it. So I, I, if you happen to hear it, I would highly suggest you enjoy listening to it because that's my favorite of that, you know, unheard GNR songs. But I'll ask you, as somebody who is, like, if you're, I don't know, if you, you like to go to the gym, you can't go to the gym now, right? Are you stuck at home? Well, not only do I go to the gym, I train people at a gym, and I can't do that anymore. Oh, man. Wait, Ian, he is the start of the coronavirus. Thank you for us. Yeah. For... But no, I can't, I can't, you know, my main job right now, I can't do. So. I know, well, I'm sure you're being clean, wiping down sweat, I hope. When I was at the gym, when I worked there, when you still, when you're doing now, like where are you at? You're at home right now, or what are you, uh, Baldwin, Long Island? Yeah, dude, all gyms in the state are closed. That's what I'm saying. So I'm asking, what are you doing right now? What can you oh, do? Currently, I've I've been uh, like yesterday. I went out with some kettlebells and I did some like farmers carries around the block. Uh, I actually, it's funny because we're on the topic of bootlegging. There is a way that you can get Tony Horton's Ab Ripper X if you Google it. <laughs> Uh, I'm not suggesting you do that. I'm suggesting you go out and buy it. Uh, but yeah, I was doing uh, some Ab Ripper X, which is a killer workout. And yeah, just uh, various other things. I mean, you could always do push ups at home. You could always uh, go for runs. I went for a run the other day. Uh, you know, if you have any equipment at home, you could use that. There's a ton of ab things that you could do for yourself. Yeah. And uh, even like by me, there's Christopher Morley Park, which has like a pull-up bar and all different types of a nature trail, all different types of workouts during a nature trail. Um, so I'll probably go there at some point this week. So there's there's a lot of things you could do. You're just not going to be lifting heavy weight, and, sure. And also not having that camaraderie of being at the gym with other people who enjoy it. And it's funny because I actually just wrote an article about this for a military website. And it should be posted, I believe, sometime this week. That's so, cool. Yeah. I, a friend of mine, Alex Hollings, uh, who worked with me, is working for a new site. And yeah, they were kind of looking for an article on that type of thing. So I wrote that yesterday in a couple of hours. And hopefully I get to do more of that because I, I really enjoy writing. Well, I, I hope that you do. So before we lose it, because uh, I know there are people that miss you and appreciate when you come back. Uh, what are you working on now? Because I know you're, and you you probably have. Uh, I'm sure. I'm assuming you still bring in hair metal music, even though you're doing a uh, another military podcast. Yeah, of course I, I love hair metal, and uh, on the new podcast, I, I Mark Slaughter's music is what outro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he like he gave me the blessing to use it, which was cool. That's nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Other than being a personal trainer at Blink Fitness, I'm doing a new podcast with Chris Caranto, who was one of the Benghazi survivors. That's really kind of his claim to fame, uh, being former CIA contractor and Army Ranger. And I met him years ago, and it's actually kind of funny how it came about. Uh, well, not funny. It's, it's just strange and bizarre in that uh, our mutual friend, who is one of my best friends, Drew Dwyer, former CIA, uh, died over the summer I was the first person who got the call from our friend in the NYPD and I called Chris to let him know and after kind of discussing it for a few minutes it's weird we got into other territory and I told him I quit where I was and he said to me man why don't we just start our own podcast and I was like it's a good idea I'd be on board so 
we met up when he was doing a speaking engagement in, in um, Atlantic City in August because he does various uh, speaking engagements for corporations and that type of thing and discussed it. And we launched it in November and we've been doing it since November and it's going really well. Um, we already have a bunch of sponsors on board and it's it's grown pretty quickly. I'm really happy with it. He's a great guy. So I think there's like natural chemistry there. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, before I get yelled at, I want to, since this is also live and this is the beauty of, of doing a Facebook live while recording a podcast, let me respond to my girlfriend who's out shopping uh, and she knows what I'm doing. So I'm right doing a, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to see if she wants to be recorded. I'm going to see how this goes. Okay. All right. So <laughs> hold on. I shared it out by the way. So I see. Hold on, buddy. I got you. Hold on, buddy. Hey, I was trying to text you. I'm doing a live podcast right now. Are you okay? Uh, okay, I'm fine. I'm just letting you know I'm coming home. Am I on the podcast now? Yes, you are. All right, great. Well, have a great time, Brandon. I'll see you later, Shauna. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. All right, so I got to swap. And now I'm back with Ian Scott, all right? Yep, I'm, I'm here. All right, that worked. That's really funny. All right, it's all worked out. Uh, actually, this is, it's a nice little transition because uh, – I don't want to make this episode too long only because of the, the quality. But if I do more of these, um, I think that'll be cool. Getting more people accustomed to me doing a, a Facebook Live and, you know, not subjecting them to maybe an hour episode of this, this shitty quality if you're at, at home. And eh, I want to say shitty. It's not up to my standards. So anyway, I want to say this yeah, is it's the same for everything. I mean, there's I know, a lot I know, of YouTubers I, know. I watch and they're in the same boat. I know, I know, but I, I want to comment. I believe he's from Long Island. This guy, he's a guy. He, he's, I think he's been a fan since you were a co-host on the show. Ian. Nice. Uh, his, uh, he's a top fan, at least on Facebook. Uh, Ken Begora said Scotty was a good co-host, but the show has come a long, long way from debating November Rain and Estranged. Remember when we did that? What was the better? Yeah, I, <laughs> but I think those are cool debates. We can still do those. No, I know it is, and I miss. Uh, to be honest with you, I miss doing those just regular debates, not just getting uh, guests and stuff, but. It's. I don't want to just talk into a, a microphone by myself. I want to have somebody else, and you know, yeah, it's, it's hard time. For that type of thing. Sure, especially we'll I'm do more. Free now. We'll, we'll, and, and even uh, by the way, I'm just going to say, like with the current podcast I'm doing, which is Battle Line Podcast. If you guys want to check it out. Uh, even with that podcast, I'm trying to make it a point every month to do a guest-free show because I realize, like it. The interview after interview thing, like people get like to hear what we're up to. No, you're right. I think because I have gotten messages about that. Um, assuming I can get a home set up here, that I think that is something I'll I'll certainly uh, look into sooner than than later. But I want to read something that Ken just sent to me, and I don't know if you saw the link that I sent you earlier, uh, but you may have seen it because you're a big Joe Rogan fan. Speaking of podcasts yeah, I saw and everything. The link you said. So this was a, uh, maybe last year that Joe it was it's like a twenty minute clip to, uh, Joe Rogan talking about Axel Rose saying that he he'd have on the on the on the podcast and you know aside from selfish reasons I mean it, I could retire the next day if I ever interviewed Axel but I, to hear him on Joe Rogan as a fan oh it would be it would be great but Ken writes this and I'm curious to know your thoughts uh, I hate it when people say I yeah I'd love to have him on my show podcast. As if, though, they'd be doing that person a favor. But Joe Rogan claiming to be a GNR fan and revealing how little he knows about them doesn't deserve an Axel interview. How do you feel about that? Do you nah, think I don't agree with that at all. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm a big listener of Joe Rogan for sure. 
Um, but he's pretty open, I would say, that he's like a casual music listener. Uh, he's, he's not like a nerd for music the way we are, of knowing every intricate detail of yeah. everything. Um, he's, he's more into like MMA, and he knows a lot about that stuff. But he never, he never claimed to be a genius on that stuff. And he's, he's definitely had a few slip-ups with that type of thing when he's interviewed people on his show. And it's still been a good interview. The one thing that stands out to me, actually is he said to Joe Perry when he was on, he's like, oh, when I used to wrestle, I used to come out to, don't remember the song, but it's not from uh, Rock and Hard Place. And Joe Perry's like, uh, yeah, that's the one album I'm not on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so everybody has those not, kind of moments. Yeah. He's, not, he's not a nerd for music the way we are. Yeah, no, I could see that. And listening, I understand both, uh, both sides because there are parts of listening to the interview with Joe Rogan and he's just... You know, he doesn't have maybe the dates right or the entire personnel right, or he, he's surprised that's what he's like. He, he wasn't able to, to define the the era that Axel had the cornrows, or maybe he makes a sweeping statement that Axel's gone crazy without knowing maybe specific details, but he knows more than just the average run-of-the-mill that thought, you know, Slash never left the band, or, you know, he knows enough to have a great conversation. So, you know, obviously Joe Rogan gets Axel. I support it. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like uh, was it that was that clip with Larry King when he asked Jerry Seinfeld if like you know why he's retiring if Seinfeld was canceled. Yeah, and, and, and Jerry's and like, "Are you serious?" Like, <laughs> What's yeah, that? And, and he had Motley Crue on, and you could tell he had no idea who the hell they were. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, it's still always been like a fun interview. I, I think even with Larry King. Um, yeah, 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 you just have true. to listen to it from the standpoint of knowing this person is not a super fan, and you can still get a great interview. You're um, right. You're right. So I'm really good friends with um, like Rich from Kavion Rich on Sirius XM, and they're doing an ESPN show now, and they actually recently got to interview David Beckham, and they were really honest about it recently on their show, where they were like, they were both, they were both like, this is a huge opportunity. It's probably like arguably the biggest known person we've ever interviewed, but they were saying, we're going to be honest, we're not really soccer fans, don't really care about soccer, we're going to have fun with it, but we're not really nerding out the way some people would want us to. And, and, and they did the interview and they thought it was a great interview, he was a great guy. You don't always have to be like a super fan to get a good interview out of someone. I'm sure, I know for a fact, actually, you've interviewed people on Appetite that you, you weren't like a giant fan of their work. I was just about to say it. I'm like, it would... Would it really surprise you to say that I have read, look, and they know, I haven't read any of the books. I read up about the books. I may read an excerpt from the, from the book. I'm just not a huge reader. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'd like to think the conversation still has, is, is thought-provoking. And uh, I've gotten people that say, I bought this book because I listened to this podcast. So I guess I did my job. But I remember, <laughs> I don't know, I think Raz Q gives me, uh, well, he's coming out with an audio book. I'll get, I'll get the audio book. I just, I don't know. I don't have the train of thought right now to sit down and read. Then again, we're, we're stuck here for uh, God knows how long. Uh, let me just quickly ask, what did you think about, oh, you said you didn't know, off to me off the air, that Guns N' Roses is doing a show and they held up some sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say, it's not a thermometer. I don't know the correct terminology. But I guess it, it takes your, your temperature and they let you in. So Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. But, I mean, it, sound, it sounds like pretty standard for what people are probably doing right before the shit really hit the fan. 
I hope so. I hope so. But at least they got one show in. They played so fine. So people can stop uh, complaining about the set list, at least for a little while. But uh, I hope we get to go to a show this summer, man. I really want to see, you know, Poison, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Joan Jett. Uh, I really, really want to see that show. Um, there's a lot. I want to see Elton John. I want to see Billy Joel. Obviously, I have Guns N' Roses tickets for July. Uh, and I have never, and by the way, can I just say, every show you mentioned is like an extravagant ticket price. I, well, that I know, but these are like kind of like bucket list, you know, things. Who knows? This is Elton's last time. But, yeah, and but I've never seen the Smashing Pumpkins. A lot. Well, say that again? I said all of those are going to run you a lot. Well, uh, thankfully, I mean, to be completely honest, having moved to Queens a couple months ago, has saved me a lot on uh, transportation from from community from Long Island. So I'm all right right now. And I'm not going to do it all the time. You know, I'm not exactly happy about spending money on Dave Matthews tickets, but, you know, <laughs> you, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to go see Dave Matthews again. Um, whatever. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a great time, I'm sure. That's a story for, <laughs> another, that's a story for another time. Anyway, I think uh, half an hour for this is pretty cool to wrap this up. I appreciate you taking the time and, you know, I'm sure we'll do this again. Lord knows again how long we're going to be doing this, and you know, yeah, just no, stay safe. The one last topic I, I really wanted to touch on, maybe really quickly, just like a prediction. Okay. Is do you think this tour is going to happen? I mean, they're already rescheduling dates, which is kind of funny. Uh, so if anything, they're postponing it. So like, eventually the shows are going to happen. It seems, which is just it's just so funny that. You know, if you may, wouldn't know any better, Guns N' Roses is canceling all these shows. And if you lived in a bubble, you'd be like, oh, typical. But no, it's the world is canceling everything. But, yeah, but uh, you can't, how do you predict just, anything at this point? Well, you don't know how yeah, – it seems like they, they – Go ahead. Yeah. No. I know it's, I'm sorry, man. And, and you know, it's because we're not in front of each other. It's, it's like we're talking about each other. But, um, it's, ha- it's happened but, at a minimum. So we're good. <laughs> uh, because these are like outdoor stadium events – if, if summer is basically canceled, you're not going to be able to reschedule these when it gets colder outside. So it's just really, you know, how are you going to have a giant stadium show, uh, you know, if this thing isn't done until late fall or something, which I really am hoping is not the case. They're going to have to move saying. it. They're going to have to move it with, um, well, at least they're doing it like this now. Uh, they were going to move WrestleMania from Tampa to their practice facility i guess in connecticut or maybe even madison square garden but now i'm reading that they they're currently taping everything in the next few days like wrestlemania like everything is going to be pre-taped when things get shut down so you know what it's just again it's really hard to say whether it's inside or outside it this is unprecedented you know no one no one ever would thought it would ever be this bad that's a whole this is a whole other discussion but yeah you know, just stay inside, listen to Guns N' Roses. We'll do these, these webcasts, talk about GNR, have fun, stay connected on social media. We got this. You know, it's still 2020. We have plenty of ways to entertain ourselves and just continue to stay healthy, man. And, you know, for you, just wipe down, man. Just wipe everything down. If you go to the gym and, and you know, just uh, – I can't go to a gym, man. If you do, if you so, – all right. So as long as you're your homemade gym, still wipe it down. You're, you're sweating. <laughs> I, I don't know when we'll be able to go into a gym again. I mean, it's it's really crazy. I know that the gym I work for, at the very least, will be shut down for the rest of the month. And I think that maybe wishful thinking. Although I hope I am very hopeful that things turn around. And I do know today, 
I was looking at the stats, as pretty much all of us are, I think. And there was a dip from two days ago to yesterday. So that's good. I know. Yeah, I mean, they're saying, uh, sorry, I'm reading comments uh, again, live read. But no, that is good. They're seeing a dip. Um, but it's, you know, how do you predict? Uh, you know, I'm not the one. I don't want to be. Uh, they have enough pundits on TV. You know, both of us yeah. follow enough news. But, you know, we'll take any good news as just patrons, as, as Guns N' Roses fans. And just hope we can get out there. And I feel bad for those who were looking to their GNR show this year that had it canceled or postponed. Uh, they squeezed in one. Many people are were against it, but many people were happy to go. But they squeezed in one this year. And let's just hope, you know, they utilize this time to make an album. <laughs> They're oh, all at home. Be amazing. Uh, yeah. I know. We'll see. If anything, we saw that Duff is doing a show at uh, Sirius XM, but I think he's just like recording into it in his house and, and sending it over. Um, I will say personally, man, I know I'm not alone here. If I have a choice between a tour or to hear either an album, of new material from the current band or unreleased stuff from Chinese democracy. And they put out like an official album of it. I, I'll take that. But personally, I'd rather have that. I think uh, most, if not all my listeners would agree. We're, we're happy <laughs> We're, you know, we're happy with that they're back. You know, Axel and Slash, we're happy that they're back. They've been touring, and this has been great. But, you know, let's see what they can do now. Let's see what they can do. But Yeah, uh, and all this, like, unreleased Chinese democracy material, stuff that even hasn't been leaked, like, I don't want this to be a situation like Prince or even Tupac where, like, we have to wait until they're no longer here yeah. to hear all that great music. Just put it out. Put it out somewhere. Put it out for free. Do something. A lot of bands are doing something. I tweeted the other day, and a lot, I'm sure I wasn't alone in this thought. That I'm not some sort of genius, but I wanted bands to to live stream concerts. And I think it was Code Orange was really successful with their stream, the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. And, you know, just a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be a big production. You know, if you just want to do it for free, obviously great. You can do it for you know, a private link if you want and you donate money that goes to a charity. There's so many different ways to do it. Um, I, I just hope they do something, man, because we had we had too many years of silence, 14 years of silence, 14 years of pain of listening to nothing. Sorry. But I wanted to, you know, we, we want something. But in the meantime, I'll try to provide the Guns N' Roses content. How does that sound? <laughs> oh, God. God help us all <laughs> if it's just me. Anyway, no, there are plenty of great sites out there. Uh, that, that do it but I appreciate you spending time on this little show we'll do this again my man and uh, we'll talk soon right buddy yeah dude anytime I know we both have a lot more time on our hands with uh, how things are going and hopefully this gives uh, the GNR community somewhat their fix hope so I hope so uh, stay safe and uh, wash your hands alright I'll talk to you later man sounds good bye See ya. thanks guys for hanging out let me know. Just leave a comment. Did you enjoy this? I don't know how long I'm going to be doing Facebook Live or Facebook Lives or in, in general. God, I don't want to sound like the world is ending, but I uh, just don't know when I'm going to be able to go back to work to be in the studio. Um, you know, there are all these rules and regulations as far as like, ordering things off of Amazon right now. If I were to, to order a microphone set up and, and to make the sound better and, and have legit calls and not just have it on speakerphone you know maybe hook it up to my laptop make it all fancified so just let me know what you think and uh i'll talk to you soon
So that does it for this episode. Episode, right? Of Appetite for Distortion. Uh, when will you see the next one? Uh, that's the question, isn't it? Well, the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy. I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. Security, I'm going home.